presence of God. You remove the word of God and the presence of God leaves the house. And when the presence of God leaves the house, the presence of the Lord leaves the hearts of the people. No wonder they erected idol altars inside the temple of Yahweh where the cloud used to come. Let's continue. Go to verse 11 now. 2 Kings 22, 11. And it came to pass when the king had heard the words of the book of the law that he rent his clothes. But that is very shocking. Because these are God's people. Hallelujah. These are God's people. From when they are young, the mother holds the hands and takes to the synagogue. And they sit there. And from when they are young, they grow up knowing that the word of the Lord must be opened and read. Every Shabbat, every Friday evening and then Saturday, they sat in the temple of the Lord. The priests opened the word. They grew up in the word. How does it happen? That a time came, listen to this now, focus on me. That a time finally came when the people of God, the, the elect of God, the people the Lord loves so much, His election. And if you read Romans chapter 9, please read it very fast. Very, read it very fast. Verses 2 onwards. The people he loved so much. Romans chapter 9 from verse 2. We are going down. Of them is the what? The covenant. Romans chapter 9. Verse 4. No, just read from verse 2. That I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were a cast from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are the Israelites, to whom pertained the adoption and the glory. You say theirs was the adoption and the glory. That is just how much he loved them. Theirs was the glory, the cloud, the glory. And the covenant. Theirs was the covenant. God's redemptive plan was first revealed to them alone. God's plan for redeeming mankind, Wambogo, my daughter. God's plan for redeeming mankind, not revealed to anybody else, but to them exclusively. They knew the plan God has for mankind. God Almighty wrote it physical mandates, manual on tablets. And the giving of the law, they had the law, so they knew the bounds, the bounds. Hallelujah. What not to do, and what you can do. 
and the service of God, the worship temple, the temple worship and the service in there. And the promises of them was the promises, the big promises, the kingdom of God, the eternal life. And if you get a chance to read Romans chapter 11 later, from verses 25 to 32, in fact you can begin earlier, the Gentiles were a wild olive. And that scripture says, it's as though the Lord had to go in the wilderness and break the branch and bring, meaning was not in the plan. These are the people I'm talking about. Continue. Whose are the fathers? Theirs are the patriarchs. Hallelujah. If you look at the Judeo-Christian roots, the Christian Judeo-Christian roots, you find that all of you anchor back there to Abraham. Them, they're ethnic. We are waiting. And of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, Aye. who is over. The Messiah came through this route here. And so, every Saturday, they went to the temple to worship. And the word was opened. And they read the word. The priests read the word. People listened and heard very well what the word said. From when they were young, toddlers, they grew up. They began to carry the Torah to place it, you know, place it in the right position for the priest to read. So how? How do you reach a place then? Everybody on me. Whereby you have been reading the word instructed by the word, following the word, keeping the word in your heart, and then you start worshipping and worshipping and worshipping and continuing without the word. And yet, the tragedy is, they were not even aware that now they are worshipping without the holy word of God in their hearts. So the king, when Shaphan the secretary came, and you see, it's amazing. They sent people to repair the temple, right? Can you, you know, I was reading this scripture today. Then I said, this was dramatic. Because they sent, what in Swahili they say, fundis. They sent workers to repair workers. These are mason people, the woodworkers and so forth, to go and repair the temple. So what struck me most today is when that person, maybe the wood person, was doing this, moving this to do what, and met the book. So, the question is, what was his take on that? It must have struck him, right? The just a moment. This book has been thrown this way, right? And so when Shafan the secretary 
was given the book by Hilkiah the priest, the high priest, and told to run and show it to the king. He arrived and said, we have done all the instruction the king has given, the command, to take the money in the offertory and pay the workers. But on top of that, your excellency, your highness, the king, Hilkiah has also given me a book. He has found a book. So the king was shocked. And he asked him, can you read for me that book? And for me, I think he read the book, he read Deuteronomy. I would think he read Deuteronomy. I lay before you the blessing and the curse. And it lays, it, it spells out, outlines the curses. The king, the king tore his expensive robes of gold. Why? The Portuguese is the one that put it in the most powerful way ever in Rio de Janeiro when I preached this. And she said, she's here, the translator, the Archbishop of Lucena uh, Toledo, she, when she was translating me, she, when, when I presented this message there, she said that the saddest thing that made the king tear his glorious robes is because the king was so shocked and asked, how could we have gone on worshipping every Shabbat, every time in the temple, for many years, without knowing, listen to this now, everybody's on me, without knowing that the holy word of the Lord is missing. Hold it. Focus on me. So, in Portuguese they put it say. The reason, she said, the king tore, he tore his expensive golden diamond robes. Is because he asked, how? How come we worshipped all this long? And yet, I'll say it in the, in the language, then I'll come back to you. And yet, nos, but in Spanish, nosotros, meaning we. Pero nosotros no extrañar santidad de Dios. That's how she put it. But how could we have gone on worshipping and worshipping and worshipping and worshipping and worshipping for many years without the holy word of God in our hearts? And yet, what they have just said in Panyam. We did not miss the holiness of God to miss it. Okay, that, no, 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 no. This is serious. Engineer Suna, give me this. This is serious. Look at, look at me now. This is now serious. Why?
because I walked into a church. When the Lord sent us, we walked into a church landscape. Whereby, people went to church every Sunday, sometimes morning glory, lunch or what, evening glory, midweek what, Friday Kesha, Saturday working there also, they do a little worship again, Sunday service. And that has been going on for years and years on end. And then, everybody on me now, we walked into that landscape and we were shocked. We were very shocked that Allah, these people, is it true that these people have been worshipping here again and again, again and again and again for years, and these people have lost capacity, capacity to detect that the presence of God is not in this house. Is that possible? Number one. Number two, we asked, is it really possible that these people have been worshipping in the house of the Lord, reading the word of God, the Bible, and worshipping again and again, entering the house, morning glory on Monday morning, lunch hour glory, I mean lunch hour service, uh, evening glory, and uh, midweek what, and then Sunday in the church. Could it be possible that these people have been worshipping here again and again, from year to year, and reading the word, how creepers used to get up and walk, the blind used to see, and these people are not able to look around and say, just a moment, how come it's not happening now here? The elders of Israel fell down and wept. Because they remembered the glory that this house had. So, it is not far-fetched. Step by step, I want to go slow on this one because I want to identify the church, the rapture church. I really want to go slow on this. Step by step. He's saying, the king, he tore his robe. And the reason he tore his robe is because he asked, is it really possible that we have been worshipping here again and again, year on end, my daughter Gadara, forever worshipping here. And none of us, none of us, ever stepped forward and said, just a moment, you people. We've been worshipping here for years and reading how Jesus used to raise cripples, open blind eyes, Deaf ears, cleansed leprosy, mute, and so forth. 
the moment you people. Don't you think something is wrong? So that is what made the king tear his road. The road and go and go totally. If they, please listen to me. If the carpenters did not discover the book, the carpenter, that, that's what struck me this past night as I read the scripture. The carpenter, please not priest, please. Carpenter. And you can imagine myself said, Allah, is it possible these people threw this book this way and they have not been using it? Carpenter. And that's why. The Lord be praised because now the presence of God has come back to the house and God has opened heaven and God has opened the door that no man can close anymore. We are now unstoppable. We are now unstoppable. We may not have a big land in the city, but we are now unstoppable. We may not have a sanctuary in the city center, but we are now unstoppable. Cripples are working. And there is evidence. There is evidence that God is with us. Hallelujah. No, it was very bad that God sell your car and bring the money for your cripple to walk. And the cripple did not walk. That go bring the title deed of the land and transfer in my name for your cripple to walk. And the cripples did not walk. No. We are right now unstoppable. Do you understand why the Lord chose this church? Because the word and listen to this. When I began to preach repentance and telling them holiness, people said, how? How will you manage that? You are even rebuking money. You will need it. Why are you doing to yourself that? I said, please leave me alone. I was sent alone by Jehovah. Hallelujah! And now we were right. We may not have a church where people are going for golfing every, you know, we have finished the service quickly for teeing in Nairobi here. Huh? They, there's a moment for golfing, they normally go, they call it for teeing. For teeing, eh? Teeing off, they call it tea. I've had those things. But one thing I know is that the Messiah is with us. He's with us. The Lord is with us. God the Father. I have called him is here. And the creepers are walking left, right, center. Hallelujah. He's walking with the church. He's walking with the church. And right now we are marching. We are literally unstoppable. We have seen the glory. We cannot be stopped. We have now seen the Lord. Nobody can stop us. Hallelujah. You understand me? Oh yes. As you are still standing. It is not far-fetched. Not at all. Not at all. It is not far-fetched. Not at all. 
It is not about Josiah and that generation. Not at all. It is happening right now much bigger. Because he's saying, he's saying, if the carpenter did not save them, <laughs> hallelujah, oh yes, my son, if the carpenter <laughs> did not do that saving act, <laughs> hallelujah, and discover the book, if he had just said, ah, you clean these things, put them aside together, all these put them together, because this book is also not needed here, with some pieces of wood. A generation would have been plunged. Do you understand the importance of having the word of God kept, kept in your heart? That's why Jesus, he chose this church, the church in Philadelphia. He chose this church, the church in repentance and holiness. Because, because, we have, we have really longed for land in the city we could not afford. Remember we went to try to look for loans until we gave up. The, it was too expensive. Then we said, no, let's just stay. God, God, God will be with us. Hallelujah. And so, who can despise the day of small things? Hallelujah. The day of small beginnings. And he's saying, that that church in Philadelphia has a little strength. I thank God she has little strength. So now she can fully depend on Jesus. Because one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest problems is Laodicea. Laodicea. Much wealth, self-reliant, complacent, self-sufficient. Don't need Jesus, they have locked him out. No. He say, we must start from a place of little strength. And then now the Lord is our strength. And so step by step, this is very serious. That's why I wanted to go very slow with it. Very slow. Because I understood that this has serious repercussion on this church. Because it is number one, literally defining the church that the Lord so beloves. He loves so much. And number two, the rapture church. He opens the door to rapture. To them. Remember the door in Matthew 25. Hallelujah. When the door was shut, opened to the wise virgins and shut to the foolish virgins. So you knew very well that he is talking here about the door to eternity. Hallelujah. And that's why he's saying, it's really amazing that People can really go to church and go there and go again and come out and go and go and keep going to church. And as they go, on a daily basis in Kenya actually, our morning glories, in quotes, uh, even lunch or something for the business class and evening glory also you do, right? Surely, surely you can go to church and call it morning glory, evening glory, and walk out without seeing the glory of God and still be satisfied. Surely. Not at all. Because for you now, you are enlightened. 
But you can imagine the picture we had when we just arrived. And the problem is this. And I think this is what plagued them in the time of Josiah the king. That when you walk into this scene, this landscape, where, you know, it's really shocking how people love God, right? That, that's really shocking. Where people go to church on Sunday, and then, on Monday morning, their pastor has followed them into the city as a small hall there, right? Called Monday Morning Glory, right? He has followed them there. He, he don't leave them. He don't give them a chance, right? So, before they enter their offices, they rush there again. Morning in court's glory, right? Knowing to them there, touch their, pat their back, pat their head, to prepare them for the day. <laughs> I tell you. And then, lunchtime is amazing. Because lunchtime is really lunchtime now. Everybody's rushing actually. That is serious worship. And in the evening there is so-called evening glory. And that thing is running on like that until Friday. And then Sunday you still have church. So it's very deceptive. When we entered, we said, wow, what a massive revival is going on. This is a big revival here. We were shocked. People love God. This is a serious revival, right? Oh, unless you enter there. So this is what deceived that generation. And that's why when the Lord began to identify his rapture church, he takes the church in Philadelphia for one reason. Again, as you are still standing, I'm reading it here. He says, his word and his name. They never renounced. Like everybody else, all of the above, they moved to another gospel. Yeah. If you are preaching in the city, the lunch time service is supposed to be for business class. There's a way you're supposed to connect a word and touch something and mention a business deal and do something, right? And tell them just so that city in this ground right away. I found prophets imported. They were doing things in the town, in this city. It shocked me. Sometimes came with a bucket of water poured on people that people may fall. My Lord. I think that was a meeting happening somewhere at 680. Aye. And the Lord by voice said, I don't speak to them. They are not my prophets. That is very, very deceptive and shocking. So he says here as we are still standing, again, Revelation chapter 3, he begins by saying this, the church in Philadelphia, he says, I know your deeds. That is powerful. The omnipresent God, the writing God, he writes. He's talking about deeds, actions, acts, right? 
I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength. The Lord is celebrating little strength, my Lord. In a generation where everyone sits bigger and better. The bigger, the better. While we are still standing, does somebody remember Samson? And he went out like a storm to fight, to do the mission of God and fight for God's people. Does somebody remember David? I think he took five stones. He said only. Oh, I like the word only. I'm shocked. I thought five was plenteous. <laughs> because I was about to ask what in the interview that you can imagine the TV interview after he has done it. Can you explain to us what were the other stones supposed before? <laughs> so if I did not finish that, I would finish all this pronyami here. Whatever they would have said. Hmm? <laughs> he knew. <laughs> That Goliath had brothers. But anyway. <laughs> so, no. Not at all. The Lord is celebrating small things here. In a generation where you want, you know, you, crystal cathedrals, big glass, what offices, what, the, I, and inside there is no God. No creeper is walking inside there. Even the word, you hear people saying, teeing off, you say it, eh? teeing off. They have to go to the golf course to tee off. The who is whose. He says here, I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. And when you see now the kind of reward, he says, he says, and make a pillar in the temple of my God, and never again will they leave it. And said, so I'll write on them the name of my God, and then in the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And so, you understand the love. He's using that to express the overpouring love, overflowing love for this church. Why? Because she kept his word. When others became sophisticated and modern, she kept the cross and the blood and holiness, righteousness, fear of God in her heart. And the Lord comes out openly to identify with her. Number one, to give her a new identity, you can see right there. A heavenly identity. A new citizenship, you can tell right there. The place she's going to, New Jerusalem, right there. And it comes out publicly now to identify with her. That everybody may see. Can you sit down and continue? Because this, is, this message is long. And I want you just to allow me to go step by step. Because after this, I don't have you. I know you are going to introduce it, right? Thank you. I really appreciate very much the engineer somewhere there. Very powerful. Serious. This is serious stuff. 
It is not something happening then. It is happening now. But truly, 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 you can see people celebrating that a cripple has walked. A cripple has walked. And you are crossing on a road. They are celebrating your crossing like this, going to another church. Where there is no presence of God. Surely, surely, you can be that numb to the presence of God. Is it really true you can see the cloud of God himself come and just ignore, say you want to go and do your own thing? Really, really, you can do that. And then later you want to enter. Aye. That is it. So let us go step by step. So, it says in verse 11, they went into the temple every day to worship. They worshiped the Lord, but without realizing that they did not have the holy word of God with them. They had another word. They did not realize that they did not have the holiness of God with them. You know, when you just enter the church, just a moment, when you just enter, sometimes people even change dressing, right? To go there. So that should really tell you that that's a holy place. The expectation there is holiness. Are we together? But how do you enter there and not see holiness? You didn't see it today, you still went back there. Tomorrow you did not see it and still went back there. The other day, then a pregnancy came up in the worship team, abortions came up there, you still just continued. You didn't stand up and say, you people, are we not aware? Isn't it now obvious that God is not with us? Shouldn't we now start to seek God? Because look, across the road, another creeper has walked. And on this side, my own cousin who was crippled walked. I even went, we drank the tea together then. Really, really. Let us move on. And so, the book that was read, the book of Deuteronomy, that book that was lost, inside it, is the book of the laws, which spells out very clearly the penalties which presents the blessing and the curse. When the king heard, he tore his robe. Deuteronomy 31 verse 26, read it in King James. Deuteronomy 31 verse 26. Take this book of the law and put it in the side of the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there for a witness against thee. Aye. 
Apostasy is bad. Second Kings 21 verse 2. And he did that which was evil in the in the sight of the Lord. Is that Manasseh? Read from the beginning, so they know who it is. Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and reigned fifty and five years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Hephzibah. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, after the abominations of the heathen, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. So you can almost tell the point at which they lost the book. You can trace back. And immediately, his own grandfather did that evil. You can tell that that is the point at which they departed, departure. Second Kings 22 verse 10 decades later and Shapan the scribe shewed the king saying showed I think we read read NIV because people need to hear to understand slowly just slowly then Shapan the secretary informed the king Hilkiah the priest has given me a book and Shapan read from it in the presence of the king. Yeah, and then the king was shocked at the words he heard. The penalty of walking with an empty heart that does not have the holy word of God. The penalty. So Deuteronomy chapter 28 15 to 24 in a hurry because of time. And it, this is just introductory, really. I need to nail it down now, the true identity of that chapter. But we have seen that the main feature is that she kept the word of God in her heart and she kept the name of Christ without renouncing Christ, no matter what. But there are certain things you can do that amount to renouncing Christ. We have so much to do here. We need to move very fast. However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow His commandments and decrees I'm giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. And they are listed there. Up to verse 24, they are listed there. The curses are listed there. From 15 to 24, the curses are listed there. And so the king was alarmed at what he heard from the book. And then he gave a decree that the book be read now across the entire land. He gave an order that the book be read that people may put back into their hearts the holy word of God. Today's church has lost the holy covenant of the cross. But the Lord has sent us to restore. To restore the holy covenant of the blood and the cross of Jesus and its value. But now that we have 
announced globally that it's time to return to the holiness of God. It's time to return to the cross of Jesus. It's time to return to the blood of Jesus. Have they repented? And their repentance should have been to change their summons. To put back the holiness of God into their hearts in their worship experience, right? Have they done that? Probably not. And probably they may never do that again. They are done with holiness. They want a modern gospel that is convenient, that can bring friends in and joy and all those kinds of things. And so, what is the Lord saying? What is the Lord saying? Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.